The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. All right, fun Bears Bonanza. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating. Thanks to Connor McKnight from McKnight of the Movies. Thanks to Todd Furman. Thanks to my partner, old Rip Van Winkle over here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how he's going to do post game tonight. He didn't Annika sleep Vance, all night because of his ankle. Annika Van Storenstam, right? Dude, he's, With the, he's the got, ladies three he's got a ladies three iron as a walk. my cane because he can't walk. Uh, uh, I'm He's walking up. around I'm with a cane. a little bit. I mean, Thanks hey, at to least here. I could have taken the day off. This is an offset set of clubs, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was bought it, that for the extra room. I know. When, like, did she get fitted for an offset club? Yeah, or was She played was, twice. Is this garbage? By the way, it looks Why like a diaper. Here, looks like a diaper. How the hell am I supposed to tell if it's garbage? You're at the end of your rope with him. Every day I sit and chuck <laughs> the reeds over there and try to get him stuck up there. Me too. And then every day he looks at me, me like, Me too. I do yeah. the same thing with every yeah, one of them. Right. Every time he looks at me like I'm, yeah. I'm polluting or but something. But that's a sandwich wrapper. Why are you leaving it here? I didn't think it was going to fit up there, so I didn't throw it. The bear has not slept. Be careful, Carmen. <laughs> I mean, I, the claws I, may come out. I was out. talking to him, and he's, and he's going like this. He's like, going great. over now his eyes. eyes are he and then I started reading something, and he's some out. Like, Did he take you down an analytics like you're avenue? Saying, yeah, you're trying no. to tell me a story. He's, he's reading me something. Where do I, I see the video? Good night, sweet prince. I mean, it was really. Steinbeck. I don't know what it was. All of a sudden, I caught myself and... Good night, oh, sweet prince. There's three little bears. Yeah. He's exhausted. Oh. He's exhausted. From what? He's got to be on the air at 1030 tonight. Like I heard you sweet. talking like I mean, he took a day off to play golf and get a massage. That's what I was laughing at in the first segment. That's two days ago. When, when, when you were talking about the football season for golf and a massage. God bless you. You use your off days as the way you want. It was like funny. It's like it's Hang. June. Right. A two, like, I mean, and then he, grabbed, and then he grabbed, and then he grabbed the three iron as his walking yeah. stick. My walking stick. I mean, Listen, good amazing, kid. Amazing. Blame, blame it on the Bears. Blame it on the Bears. You're going to take a day off. You wouldn't take right. a day off if they win a That's game. Right. If they win a game, I wouldn't take anything off. But listen. Unbelievable. I was going to use a hockey stick as a as a cane. hockey stick. It's too big. Yeah, I understand, but I was going to uh, cut the head off. Oh yeah, put one of them stoppers on stopper there. On it, get yeah. the bottom and just use it as a staff, like yeah. Jesus. Like yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, just come walking down the street like Jesus. You don't have a three. Speaking of Jesus, nice hair. You don't have a three iron in your bag, do you? It looks like Jesus. You don't have a three iron in your bag, do no, you? No, I have a three iron. I, do I don't use it much. Why are they out? Do people not Most use people have like they, get, they have rescue clubs, rescue, rescue yeah. club hybrid, yeah. something or another. Can I not touch this with this ball now? No, we some people it. even the lowest it, iron it's, it's that people. Now. I don't know. It's the lowest seven iron, iron that people. Some have, have in their a bag. seven. Well, five iron is really? the lowest I've seen. Yeah. I have a buddy who's got uh, he's got rescue clubs all the way up to a seven iron. Seven irons, where his iron start? I like the uh, golf bingo I've seen. You know, where like you go and you're B I N G. Well, you, but yeah, you start the hole and like you can only play this hole oh. with your putter. You can only play this hole with your five iron. Right. You can, I, I kind of like that. And you have something. to do a I'm shot. Surprised they you don't have to do, do a shot after every shot. To be honest, I'm surprised they don't do it at Lincolnshire Country Club with all the fun these guys have. Have <laughs> you guys not thought of that? <laughs> no. Maybe we put we it in play ball, next though. year. We got superintendent. The one club challenge. We got superintendent's dance uh, on Sunday. <laughs> superintendent's <laughs> revenge. You, should have, Sunday. you guys yeah. should have a mascot open where you all have to dress as a mascot oh, I'd and like play that. golf. I, I'm a big fan of Jersey Day. 
Jersey Day. Everybody's there. You come go. out in a jersey. There you go. If not, you get you get docked two uh, strokes. No, is that right for your team? Yeah. So Sunday, Superintendent's Revenge. Superintendent's Revenge. Pin, uh, hard Pin Day, we call it. Also, Hard Pin Day. Hard Pin Day. These guys. Do. They're going to get interesting this year. Through, right? I have a feeling they've gotten some ideas from some other clubs. And it's going to be a little bit, you know, different. Johnny, you're getting very I am not, sleepy. Though. I'm very excited. He's up now because you guys are here. I just bore him. Carmen, no, no, you don't bore me. Just guys, read me a story. Do you guys want? Do you guys want me to read you <laughs> what something? Were you, what were you reading? Here, he'll Benny. give. He'll do it to you. There's a great. Hold on. Bend down the hatches. I'm gonna get whiplash here. Go ahead. I just, 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 just me, 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 the, But there's a good story on .com about this, the the genesis of the air raid offense. It's fun. Like that's. <laughs> Okay. Why is that funny? All right, there's a Collins car, and car, car, I may lay down next. If you got bunk beds in here, I'm getting the top bunk. I got a. Uh, can I read you guys a study that I think I you hope find you don't wet the bed, kid. Yeah. That's why. Now, this is not really quick. Depends. Really quick. Oh, no, there's nothing in it. You get scared. Can you name, how well do you know me? I fell asleep in one person's press conference in my life. Mm. Can you name the press conference? Jim Boylan. That's what I, I fell asleep. That's my guess. Would have been no, Jim I wasn't a reporter back then. I, think uh, I was at this person's press conference. I will I think say. I've told this story many times. Terry Bevington. No. No. I think uh, it's Tyrone Willingham. <laughs> Tyrone Which sport? Why would I Which be sport? in a Tyrone football? Willingham press conference? Football. football, yes. Uh, well, who was the most boring? Jeron. Now you're getting you're getting warmer now with with what you're thinking. Yeah, who is boring? Well, it had Terry to be Shea. what's his name. Now it's no, not, no, 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 it's no. not Chicago related. Oh, so I was out late at a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, Belichick. 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 Yeah, Belichick. I did the old lecture not off. Yeah, like yeah. the yeah. college lecture. Boy. That's understandable. Yes, yes. You're out late at a Super Bowl. Oh, the yeah. next morning, they start like press day at like oh, seven fifteen a.m. Oh, oh yeah, sitting there go. You're at the Playboy party, weren't you? I never got invited. Oh, I never. Really? I thought you found a way to weasel in. Na- no, you never. were good at that. Not the Playboy party. Which party, Maxim? You were Maybe into Maxim. Maybe we got to into Maxim yeah. like eventually, but never Playboy. The best party I went was to hot, was remember? in the Dallas Super Bowl with my buddy John Whalen. I was at dinner with a bunch of guys I was working with at uh, NFL Network at the time, and my buddy John Whalen calls and he said, "Hey." I got a bus. When you're done with dinner, I'll come pick you up. Where are you at? I go, what do you mean a bus? I'm like, he goes, so what do you mean? Like a, like a minivan or something? And I got a bus. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, tell all the guys, Fran Charles and people where they said, hey, when we're done, we got a ride over because we were going over the Cotton Bowl because they, ha- they were having a Black Eyed Peas were playing, oh, I think, at wow. the time. And, and this was big Jersey Shore time. So the Jersey Shore people all had awesome. a, their own stage. Right. So we walk out of this big steakhouse and there's like five or six of us. And there's my buddy John Whalen leaning against a Greyhound bus. Like a full bus. He rented that's, a Greyhound man, bus awesome. to take us from the restaurant. Who was with to, him? Was it he just, was by himself. That's awesome. It was him. That's a and baller move. We, we had like maybe seven people in the Greyhound bus. Baller move. Yes. I like that. I, I like that too. And then, but he only rented it to take us there. Oh, and then what'd you do? Then we we had to we had to and find that's a way home. Uber, right? <laughs> I, had to, I went. And we were leaving, and I was a little drunk, and I had to walk down an alley. I was having a smoke, and then we our our, our road a ride left. Yeah. So then seven we, I don't know how we. I only. I, I think we took a. a you had to get a cab. Didn't you yeah. hug the mayor, or the governor? No, that was the Miami. Charlie Chris came out of his out of his limo, out of his his, his suburban, and I looked at him. and go, 
hey, that's the governor. And I walked over and go, hey, man. And I hugged him. Yeah, they grabbed me really quick. Yeah. It was light out. It was like 530 in the afternoon. We were coming out. Tony Saragusa was with us. And a bunch of us. It was a black tie dinner. And Don Don Shula was like the one who basically was hosting it. That's why. Exactly. Shula was already nine. We were all there. And and Saragusa set it up so that we could all go. We're all in shorts and golf shirts. What? Yes. And they then they told us to leave. I would imagine. And then I hugged the, the governor, and then I was almost taken to the ground by his security people. You can almost like you almost respect the mid afternoon black tie. Yeah, yeah. Like in well, no, fiction. it was an early like yeah. five yeah, to six it. cocktails, no. and then they had dinner. All right, that's not so bad. Yeah. All right, so sorry for go bad. ahead. What's your? Uh, oh, you guys want to hear yeah. a study? Oh yeah. You hear this? Let's hear this. This is from uh, a medical journal. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> listen to this. That's uh, Tommy, by the way. Surprisingly, studies have shown that well-educated people with a wide range of words at their disposal are better at producing curse words than those with less verbal fluency. This suggests a correlation between language ability and intelligence. In addition, swearing can also be associated with social intelligence as it requires knowing when and where it's appropriate to use such language. I don't really care where and when. I just use it. Similar to choosing the right outfit for a specific occasion. So... The more you swear, the smarter you are. Yeah. I knew I was a genius. Yeah. I knew it. And it's not My just the fact right, that Tommy. you swear, it's how you swear. Yeah, the well, creativity of the swear. Nobody swears as well as we do. I no. Mean, you can listen to it on Hinge. Yeah. Maybe the English. Yeah. I, right. I will say the back British in used to be able to listen to it. Back in August, yeah. Sylvie quit us. Yeah, you got it. Don't quit us. Wow. Well, well first don't of all, I Why are you going there? Why start that? Don't start that. We're already here. Fuck the cob here, not the bear. We're already here. First of all, first of all, why did you quit us? We did do one in September, but it was a lost one. How did yeah. that happen? It's in the lost file. The lost episode. It was deleted on accident. Not intentionally. It just happened. That's what accident things happening. For all time's sake, can we do another one? Next week? Yeah, you want to do one next week? Yeah, whenever you guys want. And we can work on our swearing? Is there any chance you can take your foot in your garden region out of my face? Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, honestly, seriously. I'm so comfortable. Are you giving you a full yeah. frontal yeah, view? Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. you, no, you can see the outline when he does that because yeah. his shorts yeah. then like, creep up. Oh, yeah. You can see the outline of everything. Yeah. Like, it's sacrilegious. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, you see it. It's Greg yeah. Olson's oh, commercial. When are you coming uh, to the to the studio tonight? I ain't going home. I'm, I'm going, going up to go to. So I mean, you know, am I going to get to watch the first half of you? Up, listen, I'm you going to the wit yeah, to I'll take a here. nap? No, I'm not going to the wit. I, I'm in Pat the Educator's room. Pat the Educator. That's where I'm going to be. Pat the Educator. That's yeah. a that's a good compliment for Pat. That's uh, absolutely Pat the Educator. So I'm going to be in his room on that couch. I don't know what Pat's last name is. It's, it's a, a mon, it's uh, Moranzoni. Moranzoni. Yeah, I think that's it's right. Italian. Yeah. Moranzoni. Yeah, the designer. Pat's a paisan. Will he always go by the designer? Always. I was wondering this when he was filling in for you. Always. The educator. He doesn't go ever by Pat. I've already roommate. changed Pat it to the, the educator. No, he only goes by Pat the designer. He can go by that, but I'm calling him something else now. When I first met Pat, I thought he was like a graphic artist. Mm-hmm. And that's why he went by Pat the designer. But that's not why. <laughs> He's got his own unique little twist to it. What, what, what? what is that crazy to think? Why would why you say that, that he's like a graphic designer? Because why else would you be called Pat the Designer? I, don't, I thought he was like a graphic artist or like a clothing, clothing designer. A clothing yeah. designer. Especially the way yeah. he dresses. I thought he was one of the maybe, two. Yeah. Maybe he is an offensive-minded genius who puts plays together. He designs oh, game that's plans. Not, that's that's Getsy. That's, that's yeah, Luke Getsy. Luke the Designer. Luke the Designer. Yeah. You better be Andy the Designer. Luke the Designer. 
Should we just start calling him Luke the designer? <laughs> well, what do we call? Well, we don't have a DC, so we can't. There call is no him. DC. Yeah. It's the, the the absent the coordinator, the absent TDC, <laughs> absent TDC, absent TDC. We of course took the opportunity with the Bears playing the Commanders to play John oh, Drummond. I, I, I stayed in my car because he got in. Was that against Washington? Back in the day, can I hear it again? Like play it again, Tyler. You can't hear this enough. The best. It'll never get old. You cannot. Does John? First of all, I don't know when Black and Abdallah are being sarcastic or not. That he calls in every we, Saturday morning. He, yeah, he plays he, Witch Ended Higher with uh, with Tom on, Morgan. Yeah, he's on every. He's ninety three. God bless him. And he call. Does Mark Potash really call in too yes, to yes. the Potsy's same show there every week too? Potsy's ninety one. Uh, well, wait, wait a minute. I'm gonna go with the fifty one Clemente. Does Potsy right. call in just to call in? No, he like guest hosts the show. Yeah. Potsy, that's right at Potsy's alley. Yeah, of course it is. I mean, you know that. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's an old guy that's into collectibles, I too. Bet he, I, mean, I bet Potsy's also part of the group that does, like, reenacting Civil War, you know, battles. Yeah, you think? Yeah. We think we set the ra- <laughs> Civil War battles. Yeah. You think you Don't you remember the, uh, the movie uh, Blackbird? Alabama. Blackbird? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You think he's driving around like a... Uh, not no. driving anything. He's in the Civil War. They're doing reenactments. Yeah, they're doing the cannons. Yeah, they do. No, but you got to go to like special places for this. Oh, well, yeah. they drive. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I think you yesterday. You got to go to the heart of Dixie. Do you believe that we set the record for this radio station that yesterday the average age of the guest oh my has never been high? We called it Cocoon. Yeah. We had the Cocoon yeah. show. You guys were so, uh, Mark Pot- we think Mark Potash was the youngest guest we had on. How old is Potsy? 63, 64? Gotta be, right? Yeah. He's young for his age, though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but Potsy's gotta be in his 60s. All right, yeah. so how old is Al Michaels? 94. 84. 94. Oh, he's not 80. 94. Is he? Yeah, well, he's 80-something, yeah. Absolutely. So we had Mark Potash, who's in his mid-60s. Okay, so we let's had just Michaels, say 63. who's 80-something. Okay, L- so L78. Yeah, oh, I didn't think it was that. So right. 63 and, and 78, we're at 141, right? And then uh, Wilbon. How old is So we're over 200 years of age, and then you and I are another century well, well, mark we're, we're together. We're talking about guests here. Don't throw us in there. By the uh, way, Wilford Brimley would have been the youngest person on the air with us when he filmed Cocoon. And he looked fact. like he was 100 when he made yes. Cocoon. So has any show done an average no. age of three guests in that ballpark? You ball guys park? are really hitting that 18 to 34 <laughs> demo. <laughs> way to go, guys. Can't be any. Nice job. Way to go, Waddle and so yeah. I, mean, I mean, you get the uh, the big cat on. We get the donut, I mean, right? We get the donut, sort of I mean, like come on. Uh, 11 to whatever. Is it any wonder you guys are putting on hey. I love Al, but my You got God. the big stool bar cat on. That was on, but younger. they have Big Cat on Tuesday. Yeah, he wasn't on. Well, I'm just saying they do, sleep, they do skew younger, of course. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a, you know it was an opportunity to have you know a. I don't I don't know yeah, what the way to call good. it. They're all yes. great. Well, they're all and wise. It was the wisdom show. It was a wise afternoon of we, sports we conversation. We broke yesterday. Yeah, well, Wilbon, again, well, yeah, he I was making Wilbon. his own game. I swear to God, I love Wilbon, but my God, he's putting out videos on Friday, on Sunday of, of the beautiful lakefront. Why would you move to Arlington? What is the matter with you, Wilbon? Please. And you. Well, he's probably going to end up being right about them building in the city. It's well, sounding maybe. like he's going to be right. But why, but, but why is he so adamant that it, ha- it doesn't have to? They could go to Arlington if they wanted. When, uh, if it lose, would be the lose, best option. Lose a few more and you may be building that stadium out of the state. Right? <laughs> your fans are going to want to leave. <laughs> Where would they build it in the city? 
Where? Like McCormick Place, they would they would knock down the old the McCormick Place. McCormick? McCormick Place, they would make it a part of that basketball arena and a part of a new. Yeah. Like, you you can make it a part of the whole trade show. Like that way, it could get utilized yeah. for trade shows too. Yeah, I guess I you're like right. It. I don't like. It. I guess that's you don't true. Like it. No, I don't like it. Johnny wants well, to Northwest better, Indiana. But is it? But Gary, Indiana is where I want. You're, you're still. Aren't you still land. carrying some of the current problems with you just a little further yes. south? Where with the arteries, in and out with the arteries are yes, just we limited. Can't, we can't stop I'm, anybody. You know where you need to go? Well. It's Calumet City, Illinois. That's where we're That's going tomorrow. tomorrow, right? Right, uh, right by that River Oaks Mall. You going to ride your bike over Either there one tomorrow? Or two, River Oaks or River Oaks West. Ride his bike. No, it's about ten miles away. Still, I'm not well, riding. My question: I don't ride stinks. bikes. No, no can you imagine him on a bike? I don't how have about a, a bike. How about a motorcycle? Would you like to ride my bicycle? No. Do you have a Vespa? No. Do you I want one? I want one. I'm going to get you one. Want of mine? Car no, I'm not, I'm not going to get the pink one. The I'm going to get whoa, whoa, one of the. What's the difference? Who cares? You can get painted. No, no. I'm going to get one of the champagne colored. The Segways, the electric Segways. Okay. Right. Well, I'm getting one for the for just to cruise around town when the weather. Wait a minute, you're gonna get a Segway? Yeah. Well, they you don't. This, the Segway, the, yeah, the Segway motor, the scooter, yeah, yeah, the scooter. That's awesome. White nerdy. Brady's got one. He put a video oh, on great. Segway like a year wait, ago. Wait, what is this? Is this like a? It looks like, like a Vespa, but it's Segway makes them. Okay. And right. they are so it's like the Honda scooter back in the day, except it's made by Segway, and it's all electric, and it goes. I think up to you could take it. Mine's on. gas power. Yeah. No, I think the new ones Minus. are, I think, are electric. I, want, I, want, I can get mine I going. 40, yeah, it goes about 40 miles an 37, hour. 37, 38. So you, you know, you take it around town. No, you no, I'm going to take yeah. this. I want to run mine Turn. on diesel. Diesel. <laughs> I am going to get one of those. You I should. They yeah. are fun. They're fun. Like, Good. I drove the Vespa. You saw it. I, I drove the Vespa thing. from my house love it. up to Hallis Hall. That's not a long way, though. That's short. That's probably five miles, four miles. That's nothing. Well, that's as far as about you want to yeah, go. About, yeah, you don't want to go much further. You're not further, taking it on the highway. Yurko, could you ride a bike? <laughs> right now, I mean, if we the, gave you a bike right now. He spent a decade in the National that's Football beyond, League. That, right mean, now. Go, insult right yourself. Now. Insult could, yourself. Could you ride a Look bike right now? Look in the right mirror now. and ask yourself some questions. <laughs> Dude, of course he could. I mean, I, Right now? I mean, that's beyond I, the we point We rode the Divi bikes a couple years ago. He's using a golf club as a walking stick. That's because I got a sprained ankle right now. No. I can still ride a bike from a, from a massage. A, yeah, from a massage. That's a, if you get a good massage. Sometimes you got to feel a little pain. The question stands. Sometimes you got to feel a little can bit of pain. Ride a bike, sir. He rode I don't a know what kind of massage you get? A little Swedish massage. What is that? They breathe on you, and that's it. One that's tomorrow. Swedish massage. Deep yeah. tissue, Yerk. No, deep. you don't you go deep. deep tissue. Yeah, you, you may need one after this past game tonight. Tissue. You don't have deep tissue. There's nothing but skin and bones. That's not true. <laughs> I got fat there. Yeah. Lots of fat. I didn't hear what you guys said. Do you guys have the Bears I winning tonight? I, I, and by no, the way, can we talk about your prediction from last week? I got to lose by 16. It's going to be the Yannick Ngakwe game tonight. Uh, what time out? You can't use that two I weeks can't? in a row. Are no. you sure? How many points did you say the Broncos were going to score? 18 or no, 16? No, I said the Bears would win 24 to, yeah, I think 18, yeah, right? right? Didn't I say 24, 18, yeah. I think I said? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was close, Tommy. They didn't even double it. So. 16. Did I yeah. say 16? Yeah, what do you think? They, they still Wait, didn't they double did, it. Oh, geez, well, you were close. They had 15 so points more than so you go, said. Go spit. Go spit. <laughs> so what do you have tonight, genius? 28-24 Washington. Oh, I That's think an over. I have yeah. it 34-18 uh, Washington. Really? So you think wow. they're going to... 
Yeah, it's red rum. Tonight. What do you guys think? Red I think rum. I, I, I'm thinking 24-23 or maybe 24-20 Washington. I, listen, I can't pick this team it's to win hard. until they win. I know it's hard. To. It'll be another like big national audience collapse. Mm, I hope not. God, you know, in front of a national audience where you just look like yeah. the worst football team in the history of man. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's going to be high scoring. 31-26. I, so. I think so too. I think I, more. Do you, high want to, do you want me to, to to paint you a kind of a rosy picture? Oh, if they can do. find a way to win a game. Johnny, you'll back me up on yeah. this. You get the long weekend. Yep. You'll start to feel a little better about yourself. Some of the, the nonsense and the hatred will leave the building, at yep. least for a short period of yes. time. And then you get prepared for the Vikings, and you're starting to feel better about yourself. Like, I can build you a bridge to a more respectable position for this team in two or three weeks. I think it's the Raiders after that, too. So yeah. Or winnable game. I can build you a complete collapse of the bridge, and they lose tonight, and they're 0-5, and then they've got the long weekend to it's stew over. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're this looking. is why I'm saying tonight's a really kind of pivotal game, and you're also yeah. trying to figure out whether or not Justin and the offense can build on some you're of the things they the did the first three weeks. Tackles in the draft that is tomorrow. true. That is true. Do you want to hear John yeah, Drummond again? Yeah, I, never like, I, can, I can never get so enough. So it was of after '86. It was the you know January of '87 after the '86 season. Flutie, of course, had the play because settled down. Home. So Brad, it was give ugly. the background on how they brought in Flutie. Well, because, do you remember this? Well, first there was the whole uh, Thanksgiving dinner at Ditka. Yeah, wasn't so it? they yeah. brought it in. McMahon's hurt. McMahon was they, hurt. They needed a quarterback, and and Ditka loved Flutie. Wow. You know, he he loved that he was a gamer. Yeah. But McMahon hated that. Ditka loved Flutie and that they even brought him in. So, like, McMahon started to have a lot of the people on the offense dislike Flutie. And Hampton's like, we've, we've got we've to play for Flutie. We've got no other choice. Weren't they 14 and 2? Yeah. Like, so, like, there was infighting over Doug Flutie on the Bears. Yes. And this is another reason why I never loved McMahon. Yes. McMahon divided he the divided locker it. room all, in a lot of ways. Yeah. He it, look, he was hurt, and instead of backing the guy who who, who needed to play, he divided the locker. Room. Yes. So and then they lost, and then to they Washington. lost. So then you hear the why people. didn't they play Tzak? Because I think Sylvie's right. Because Ditko was infatuated with Flutie. Yeah. By the way, and if you go, I was going to say Flutie had a pretty good run. With, no, he did. Carmen, he had a pretty good I mean, Flutie flakes. No, I, th- I listen. He had a better career than I think most people believe. Him, uh, him or Tom Zach in the NFL who had oh, a better Flutie. career? Well, Flutie far. probably did have a better There you go. All right, go ahead. You can play it, Tyler. All right, welcome back to our Bears locker room show. As you know, the Bears have been knocked out of the playoffs by the Redskins, 27-13. We'll go down to Soldier Field right now. John Drummond is live outside of Soldier Field with some of the fans who aren't too happy at this point, John. Howard, this place looked like the deck of the Titanic. About the middle of the fourth quarter as these fans began exiting Soldier Field. And then, of course, the straw that broke the camel's back when Lou Barnes fumbled down near the uh, goal line. And then the sky literally around us, or I should say the fans around us, erupted. You could hear, I thought I was on the forecastle of a tramp steamer. The way the oaths and curses went up. Now, we're going to try to talk to some of these fans. And if they get unruly, we go back to you. Listen, knock it off. Hold it back here. Now, we want to talk to some of these fans. Talk to All right, talk. What do you got to say? Wait, wait. Next year, Bears. Bears are number one next year. All right, let's see. They'll be orderly here. Call this off. One or the other. Now, what are you? This man's got him. How about getting rid of uh, Doug Flutie and bringing Jim McMahon back in and do a run? Hey, what you say? Hey, Jim Let's get out of here. 
All right, let's push it back. Push it. What do you want to know? All right, Howard, as you can see, we're, the fans are getting a little disorderly. They get unhappy with what happened today, and we wanted to have some interview. Well, we I think that we're going to have to throw it back to you because these people do not want to uh, conduct dog. themselves as gentlemen. All right, I'm back to all right, John, thanks a lot. I would get out of there. It looks kind of dangerous out there right now. John Drummond down outside Soldier Field. Uh, Suds can't even keep yeah. a straight face. Yeah. It's the That's best. That's great. The absolute best. Outstanding. Have to send it back. <laughs> He's threatening them. He's like, I wanted to have some interviews. He's pushing them with his forearm. I mean, it's And all, he was wearing, if you, if you ever look at the YouTube video, he's wearing a, a, a winter cap that looks like it's a Redskins hat. It does. It's Redskins it does. colors. It is. It's very true. The whole thing Which is, is one very, of the most priceless. They got to ask Drummond this, this week. It's cold. I know, but how generous. about wearing like some Bears colors or at least some they neutral oh, colors? They weren't handing them out for free. It never gets old. All right, boys. What's up on the show? Oh, boy. We break down a White Sox 2024 season. Yeah, he's smart guy. They fired the hitting. It's Daryl Boston's fault, by the way. No doubt. Can you imagine? Which is unbelievable coach. because no one gets the first and certainly no one gets the let's third. Fire, so really, how in the world can those guys be responsible I know, for anything? Let's fire Daryl Boston. That's first great. Base coach That's awesome. Ball. Unbelievable. Um, we were on with Dan Patrick today. Oh, nice. And I was shocked. By a question he asked us. Really? About the Bears. Right. Shocked. When are you playing this? Right now? Right now. I gotta listen to I, I, I was yeah. shocked Let's by it. And, 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 but Tyler is on board with his thinking. All right. So 312-332-3776. Paint us a picture if, if you think the Bears are going to win or not. And if they do lose, is this it for Matt Eberflus? No. All right. No. I don't think so. But all right. If they lose by 50, maybe. You boys have a great show, and then they'll roll you into the pregame, the pre-pre, the network pre. We got a lot of coverage. Uh, Stay tuned for the, rest uh, of the, day. the grabber tonight as well. Jeff Meller Jeff will Miller's be in here until two thirty. Yeah, McKee and Pat the Educator, as Yurko calls him, <laughs> Pat the Designer. We'll see you tomorrow. Cal City, Miller Lite, Buffalo Wild Wings to uh, react to tonight and get you set what for the rest of Week Five in the NFL. Waddle and Sylvia are next. ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. How excited are you for this game tonight against Washington? You know, it's like going to a NASCAR race and being, ex- you know, and watching the wrecks. There's honesty for you from the. I was People, one of the voices of the team. I'm I like, appreciate well, the honesty, though. I know, but I, like Tom Thayer, I'm like, I was shocked by that. Tom Thayer lives and and breathes football and lives and dies by his favorite football team. So that's what you're going to get from him, and yes. I appreciate that. We'll talk to Thayer later in the network pregame show. We got a full day of action as the Bears are on Thursday night football. They take on the Commanders today, um, so he will join us. During the network pregame show, he will also join the Waddle and Sylvie show tomorrow. Um, Where we will be celebrating or bemoaning the outcome. I uh, like. I do want to pick them because freak stuff happens on a short work week because the offense was better, but I can't do it. I can't, I, I can't do it um, in good conscience, and I can't do it when, like, in your terms of a football calculator with their, especially with their banged-up secondary and yeah. their lack of 
uh, pressure uh, with their front. Very so, well said. So with all of that being said, like, there, there's a really good part of me that wants to pick them. But when I then try to build you the bridge to how it's going to happen, I can't do it. I can't either. And that's the part that I would like to just say. I'm just going to close my eyes and throw a dart and and hope that it lands on Bears win. But, you know, I mean, your brain then kicks in and then you look at the front four that they'll bring in our offensive line that has struggled to protect our quarterback. Uh, Our defense hasn't been able to stop anybody. You're on the road. You're traveling short week. So, I mean, to me, I, I can't sit here and give you any, you know, I, I can't give you an explanation why I would pick them to win. So I'm not going to pick them to win. I think it'll be a very close game. But think about what you just said also, though. Something crazy could happen. Like, the fact that we are relying on crazy happening yeah. to win a football game these days just speaks to where we find ourselves. Right, right. Well, crazy stuff does happen. But, yes, I, I understand your point. A couple of other programming notes. Tomorrow at around this time, Matt Eberflus is going to join us. He usually joins Cap and Jay Hood. That should be interesting. It should be very interesting, especially if they lose again. Um, and then it will be interesting to see what the Bears are. Are you trying to say that we may be doing the John Hoke show tomorrow? Is that what you're suggesting? No. I mean, I, again, like we've ta- we talked about it last yesterday at this time or around this time. I, I, don't, I wrote a column today that I know he's not the guy. And I believe he should be fired. And, and I think he will be fired at the end of the year. I don't know what it would really do or what it would really help to part with him now. I, I don't, as bad as he is, like a lot of people will counter that by saying, well, what is he bringing you now? What is he helping now? I don't think for stability purposes, it would help Justin and help any of the younger players in that building to have to go through another week of drama with all the drama. Yeah, all the stuff. Answering questions, getting to hear another voice. It's been one week of drama after another. Even if they suck, let at least them focus on football for a few weeks. Uh, They don't have an answer in that building. Like, just some stability. Even if it's crappy stability. No, I get what you're saying. But then, and then at the end of the year, do a real search. No patchworking. Do it the right way. But I, I wanted to play you something, too. So, Real quick, can I give you some news? The Bears have released quarterback Nathan Peterman, which opens up a spot, which then would Tevin likely Jenkins. lead to Tevin Jenkins being active tonight. So they're holding on to Claypool. Um, to try to trade him, and they're releasing That's from Tom, Tom Pelissero's, who I was on Twitter. So it's Bajent is their only quarterback tomorrow on the roster. And Mike Garofolo is oh, also... Jeez, what am I yeah. saying tomorrow? Today. Mike Garofolo is reporting that Tevin Jenkins is being added to the active roster. Okay, good. So, the, I mean, you would think he's starting then, yes? I would think so. Well, well why would you add him to the active roster if he's not? Because he could play a backup role if you needed him? I don't know. Like, there were a lot of people. I think Potsy also said he didn't think that Tevin Jenkins was going to be out there tonight because, you know, the benefit of giving him a few extra days because of the Thursday night game. So He went full or would be full. If you're you're activating him and using a roster spot on him, 
I would think he's playing, and then I would want to see who's their center, and I would so hope it's Cody Whitehair. You're employing common sense yes. with this football team? I hope so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so Joniak's going to join us at 3, Courtney Cronin at 4. The Bears Network pregame show then will start at 5 with Lance Briggs, Dion Miller, and me. And uh, we will have the usual bells and whistles there. Ryan Poles' interview with Jeff Joniak should be very interesting today. Um, Matt Eberflus will be on, as always. Uh, we're going to check in with J-Mac. We'll check in with Tom Thayer. Uh, we're going to have a ton of stuff. And then we're going to be working deep into the night with the post-game shows. Um, don't forget, I take your calls at halftime, 312-332-3776. Same number if you want to weigh in now. Uh, Peggy and Yurko on after the game. And then the grabber with uh, Pat the Designer. That's what we're calling him since he's working nights tonight. Jeff Meller with Pat the Designer and Jason McKee from 12.15 in the morning till um, four, 5 in the morning. Meller is going to, I think he's going to go right into unsportsmanlike. That's he what should. he should do. He should. Have Meller work right into unsportsmanlike at 5. So, um, and then I want to play you this. We were on with Dan Patrick. This is what I teased going into the break. Uh, this was inter- This was fun today. Did you did you have fun with Dan Patrick? Yeah, I always have fun with Dan. Dan's a good guy, and all of the people that do his show are fabulous human beings. So I enjoy our interaction with Dan whenever it happens. Never did I think in 1991, 1992, when I was sitting in classrooms at Southern Illinois with Pauly Pabst, um, that I would be doing shows like on Dan Patrick's show. Um, did you have pants on when you did this today? I did, yes. Did? It was right after a workout, but I still had my sweaty shorts on. Okay. I changed shirts, but I had sweaty shorts on. This was the first time, though, you and I did it together. Like, usually it's like, hey, let's get Waddle on, and then if Waddle can't do it, we'll have Sylvie on. True. This is the first time they asked us both to come on at the same time. And Dan's question blew my mind about this, and this includes the question. Do you want the Bears to win tonight? <laughs> I do not. No, I do. Yeah, listen. Um, look, look. This Can is, you this admit, is, though, publicly, Tom, that you like you you're rooting for the Bears with a, a brighter future down the road here, and Caleb Williams, and maybe Marvin Harrison, and a new head coach. So, could you say it publicly, being a former Bear working in Chicago? No, I can't. Um, my fingers are crossed. My toes are crossed. No, here, listen, I want them to win if, in fact, this is the first of 12 in a row or this is they're going to go 10 out of 11. If they can find their way to a successful season and get to the postseason, then that means a lot of stuff went right. Maybe the quarterback, you know, built on the three quarters he had against the Broncos. I don't think that's going to happen. So, you know, the realist in me is is one that thinks that major change is on its way, and that may include having a couple of the top three or four picks in the draft next year. What about you, Dan, it, It's too early. It's, it's too early to start rooting for tank jobs. I mean, we're week five. Like, I'm, I'm for rooting for losing with four weeks left. Okay. There are too many players that need to be developed. And, and Justin Fields, you can still salvage. And don't get me wrong. If you get the number one pick, whether it's your pick or Car- – they have Carolina's pick. So if you get the number one pick, I think Caleb Williams is too generational of a talent 
to to skip him. Even if Justin Fields shows progress, you must draft. Mm. But you just you're gonna drive yourself crazy if you start rooting for your favorite team to lose in week five. I was blown away that Dan Patrick had us on to talk Thursday night football in week five and asked us the question point blank, are we rooting for the Bears to win? I think it's in large part because there is a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow in the form of Caleb Williams, who many believe can be the next Patrick Mahomes. I think that's the essence of why the question is asked. Oh, I know why. I know, I, I know why, but it's so damn early, like the way I And I've always been, you know me now, out of all the years we've done it, I've always been for, like, the people who've come at me and said, you, you're not a real fan if you root against your team. I've always called BS on that because I believe maybe you're even a bigger fan because you're truly rooting for your, your team's success, the greater good for your team. Uh, in the long term, if you root against your team, you're not just in it for the singular uh, win. You're in it for the greater good. But to me, this is just, we were just rooting against our team a few months ago. We're a month into the season. We're going to go the last 14 games or whatever it is, the last 13 games, and root against the Bears? I've waited all freaking off season for Bears season, and I'm already going to start rooting against them. Well, in good conscience, you can't be the voice of the Bears and be rooting against them. Well, I'm not the voice of the Bears, though. Well, kind of. No. One of the voices of the Bears. I'm not one of them. I host the pregame show. That's being a voice of the organization. Joniak's the voice of the Bears. That's true. Where are we talk- we're talking to him at three. Look, as a, 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 a as a player, you're never ever rooting for a loss as somebody who's not a player any longer you do see the bigger picture and you see the benefit of your team finding themselves in the spot that they found themselves in at the end of last year but i'm with you it's way too early to even contemplate that this is it's october 5th for christ's sake because then all of a sudden if justin makes a good play a great play a thrilling play to win a game you're rooting against that in week five, so if Justin builds on what he did last week, now all of a sudden you're rooting against that in week five. In week six against the Vikings, you're rooting against them if they happen to pick off Kirk Cousins twice. If Tyreek Stevenson has a good game against Kirk Cousins, like it, it to me, I've 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 always been okay with rooting for draft status for the greater good, but this to me goes. It flies in the face of development and and a lot of the things that we want this team to get better at. Yeah, I listen, last last year we were okay with how things occurred. This year's about is supposed to be about a significant improvement and growth. You've got Darnell Wrights that you want to see get better. You want to see Braxton Jones get back in the lineup and continue to improve. You want to see Tevin Jenkins show that he can stay healthy for the majority of the season. You want to see the secondary get healthy and start to make strides. There's a lot of growth that is going to be necessary for this organization to get back to the the point of being a respectable team. And that won't happen if, in fact, you throw a donut out there every week. It this, just won't. This is, like, this is like counting down a magic number in baseball. In May, yeah, it's too early. You, you 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 can't you can't standings watch in early April or May. Yeah. 
It will drive you crazy. You can't do this in football in October, in early October. It will drive you crazy, and it will conflict with a lot of the things that you want to have happen with a lot of players you like on the team. Do you agree or disagree? 312-332-3776. Gene Greco weighed in on this. He says, why can't you root against your team? And I said, it's exhausting. I want Justin Fields to go out today and ball. I want DJ Moore to score a couple of touchdowns and 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 have the Bears win tonight. I don't I do want them to have a very high pick. Carolina will help with that, but it's I can't be there micromanaging this week in and week out this early in the season, play in and play out. It will drive me up the wall. I'm already too much of a red ass for me to worry about this this early in the season. I need I I need to hold on to some better things for the Bears right now. Especially after watching your Cubs fall down the steps. December 15th, we could have the conversation. October 5th? No. Too early. 312-332-3776 if you want to win. Change the narrative, Bears. Yes. Make make us start rooting for everyone. Start rooting for you again. Dan Patrick is asking us on national TV if we're rooting for our favorite football team on October 5th. And I don't blame him for asking. Twaddle and Selvi. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Got a poll question uh, that I'll uh, refresh and give you the results on on Matt Eberflus and if he could possibly lose his job if the Bears lose again to make it 15 straight. Let's go to the phones, get your phone calls. Chris in Michigan, you're on with Waddle and Sylvie as we get you set for Bears and Commanders. What's up, Chris? What's up, fellas? I wanted to say this. The Bears have not done anything significant almost 40 years. <clears throat> they need to, sorry, my, uh, my Wi-Fi is going crazy here. Um, they have not done anything in 40 years. They came out flat against their division rival. They've had nothing but controversy, and they've been a laughing stock. I was all in on this offseason. I was excited beyond belief for the season to start, and they've done nothing but disappoint. We are right as a fan to uh, to wind up being excited for a future that does not include this coaching staff and this quarterback. So that's what I have. So to you're say. you're rooting against them this early. I no, I, I I am rooting for them to do something. I I I sat there at a bar in you know in my hometown, rooting opening day, excited for them to to do something, and they they peed the bed, okay. And then ever since then, it's been controversy and a laughing stock. Think they did more coach, than that. You know, uh, Chase Claypool um, <clears throat> not being able to finish games. We've got a defensive coach that doesn't know how to play defense. What I mean, what are we doing here? We're already, you know, we're, well, we're, we're going to be on it's 50 straight weeks. Yeah, yeah we're, we're last year we lost in the most flukish ways. It, like every, there were probably five or six games that we lost that we should not have lost. Okay, uh, I, I think then, that's a bit. I think that's a bit over. 
over our uh, no, positive. They book. competed better, though. They, they were in yeah, more games this, this last year. Yeah, but there even, weren't you know, five or six games that they should have won if not for a fluky incident. Come okay, on, let's be honest with ourselves. Four. There was a pass interference call, you know, in the Miami game that, you know, would have set us off. There the Commanders drop, game. You know, and then the Commanders game. What was the Smith game? Was a, a dropped, game. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of. You're right, guys. They should have been twelve they and five. Been, they should, twelve yeah. and five. You yeah. guys are right. My bad, Chris. I apologize. Yeah. Twelve and five is what they should have been. You guys are right. Oh come on, Tom. He's in a pissy mood today. I'm not in a I, pissy mood. My head's not in the clouds. They shouldn't have won five more games last year, and fluky things no, didn't happen. No, I'm not saying that they should have won five more games, but they were in a lot more games last year. They competed a lot harder last year than they did this year with a lot less talent. That I agree with. I agree with him on that. You, thanks, 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 Chris. I, well, they were in the game. They were in the game against Tampa Bay. They were down three with a couple minutes to go. So they've been in a game. They were in this game against the Denver Broncos, yeah. weren't they? Yes, they, were they were three points behind at the half. They were up by 21 in the, in the Denver okay. game. Okay, and in, in Green Bay here in week one, they were down three points at the half. They've been in games. 312-332-3776. I want to take all your phone calls. And uh, Jeff Joniak's going to join us. This they call probably the toughest booth to do a football game in the National Football League. Uh, one play-by-play voice uh, nearly got into a fist fight in this same booth a year ago. Will Joniak pull the same thing? We'll find out next.